Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. Also, news, reviews, articles, and more, especially some merchandise. All again, and again, all at themisfitfaction.com. Kind of stumbled at the end there, but we'll take it. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I am amazing. How are you? I am incredible. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, because we did an episode on The Incredibles on the Multiverse Fancast. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. Well, it's shameless, honest. shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless, shameless plug. plug. <laughs> but we are happy to be here, and for a couple of reasons. Number one, first and foremost, we want to remind you guys and say thank you to Podbean for having us as a featured podcast for the month. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was. So we got a, a lot of new listeners, a lot of new people that are probably tuning in for the first time, and if so, we're sorry. Yeah, we hope you have some fun. All right, we hope you enjoy the ride as it's going, <laughs> and then think about your life afterwards. Yeah, right. And hopefully, stick with us because yeah. We, we do this every once in a while. We're, we're we pretty consistent with this. And yeah. It's always a good time. And we love doing it. So now this episode is actually a follow-up to a series that we did. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie and I were, were really racking our brains about a topic that we wanted to do today. We have an interview coming out next week, but you know we try and kind of balance you know topic and interview, topic and interview. And so we were looking at some of our topics, and we realized that our first episode of our Getting Philosophical series was our highest downloaded episode of the entire year. Yeah. So, A, that's awesome. <laughs> B, we don't know why. And C, we wanted to kind of do just a, a follow-up to it and talk yeah. about it a little bit because it was an interesting series that we did. For those of you guys who don't know, we basically took over 300, I think, like, I think 200, like that. 250 of the most philosophical questions of all time, and we – we talked about them amongst ourselves, and you know we got a lot of great fan feedback, and we, we had a lot of fun doing it. Now, first and foremost, we have to start off with our caveat and our, and our disclaimer that the, some of these questions will ask very personal and very uh, how you feel about certain things topics. So we here at MF Uncensored, we are very open. We are That's the whole point, to not be censored, to not hold back. Hence MF Uncensored. uncensored yes. <laughs> and so – we will we'll never go out of our way to be offensive. Like some podcasts, they'll just be uncensored just so they can be offensive yeah. almost. We we just like to be able to talk to people, especially interviews and topics that yeah. uh, sometimes are rough. Like we did we did an interview with uh, David Keck at mm-hmm. the very beginning, and he talked about him being a survivor of a sexual assault. Yeah. And like that was tough stuff, and it was powerful stuff. So we we will never go out of our way to be offensive. We always try and be very inclu- or inclusive. Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Inclusive. I always forget which one it is. You don't want to be exclusive because you're excluding yes, people. Yes, everyone. We want to talk to everybody <laughs> and we want to hear from everybody. So a lot of these are going to be our own personal opinions. They yeah. do not reflect what we think is right, what we think is wrong. It's just the way that we feel about some of these yes. things. Any, any, any thoughts on that, Ronnie? Just don't get butt hurt. Don't get butt hurt. <laughs> all right. Or get butt hurt, but don't take it out on us. But you know what? In all honesty, we always love having a conversation. So yes. if we say something that you don't agree with, that's cool. Like we're oh, yeah. totally fine with it. Send us a message, comment on our posts, you know, send us an email, misfitfaction at gmail.com. Heck, you you can do all that and ask to come on the show. We can have the dialogue, you know, 
quote unquote face to face, depending on, you know, like where you live or whatever. But, you know, because, again, the whole point of these questions is to stir up conversation. Right. You know, so obviously not everyone in the world has the same opinions on everything or else the world would be completely boring Mm -hmm. if we all agreed on everything. So if you disagree and you would like to come on the show and talk about it or whatever, by all means, reach out to us and we would love to have you on the show. Ronnie, why are you putting on boxing gloves? (laughs) What's going on? No. But And also, just as a reminder, we did not come up with these questions. For mm-hmm. the most part, we are looking at them for the very first time as we're reading them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just as, mu- just as much of an adventure for us sometimes yes. as it is for all of you guys. So, we're going to get started, and uh, these ones are deep questions to make you think. So, I hope hmm. if you guys are like listening to this in the car or something like that, or you're listening with your significant other, whatever it is, that you guys have these conversations, or you even just think about them, because some of these yeah. are actually really just kind of like, huh. Interesting. Thought-provoking. All right, Ronnie, number one, what is reality? How would you define reality? Reality, I guess the the best and easiest way to kind of describe what reality is to someone is what you see. You know, what – because like for instance, one of the topics that always comes up with if things are real is like – Ghost. Are ghosts real? Depends on who you ask. We've right? had people on the show that say yes. We have yeah. people on the show that have said no. In fact, we have a follow-up interview with Spirit Ma- Spirit Medium Daniel coming up in like right. three weeks because yeah. Melanie wanted to be on it. She's actually <laughs> going to do it. That's funny. But like – so to me, I, I like to only believe in – a, in to a certain extent, believe in things that I have seen okay, or witnessed. You know, so like for instance, if I see something happening – I, I know that just happened, mm. right? But if I didn't see it, there is some doubt that it actually happened or it exists. What, what right? is what is the old saying? Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So uh, to me, reality has to be something that um, that has to be seen and known of, right? Not just, well, this could be a possibility. So reality has to be something that is sure and something that everyone in a roundabout way kind of agrees upon as being real or part of reality okay i always think reality is just the way you interact with the outside world like Mm -hmm. because you like you can be blind and still deal with reality because like just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there so like for me it's always the way that you interact with the outside world like what is happening around Mm -hmm. you and how does it impact and interact with your life because like you watch like a movie like the matrix where like they ask you know what is real if it's something that you can feel that you can see that you can touch and it's just electrical impulses determined by your brain yeah you know you watch a movie like inception where at the end of the movie you know is he dreaming is he still awake like yeah you know so for me reality a lot of times is also what you make it Mm-hmm. You know, you have people that live in their own realities yeah. and sometimes they're way happier, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, but I always think that that's, you know, what is real life? What is something, you know, is it tangible? Is it something you could see? Is it something you taste here? Whatever it is. Cause there are questions about uh, senses on this list too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get to that. But what are the limits of science? I like to think science is potentially unlimited. Yeah. I think that there are always going to be things that we don't understand and we never can understand. But I always like to think that science has just always been able to push bless you it can't cure sneezes though apparently <laughs> but i i think personally that 
you know, science does – it has very, very small limits and we're only mm-hmm. going to get better and we're only going to get more expansive and more knowledgeable. So I, I like to think that science has no bounds. In a way, I agree. I, I think – Technically speaking, there are no limits to science, right? Because things change every single day, every single minute. Things are changing in the world, biologically, you know, whatever the case may be when it comes to science. And when things change, obviously, we need more science to, you know, kind of prove that or to see it. So I think, technically speaking, science is unlimited, now, if this question was, should there be a limit to science? I think so. I think, I mean, kind of more along te- like science tech, I think there should be limits. Like when it comes to, I know your favorite topic, robots. Sorry to, sorry to bring it up. But, you know, so we have Elon Musk, right, who is a genius. He has created Neuralink. Right. Which when he created it, he created it for good things. Right. But at the same time, it can be used for bad things to kind of control people, essentially, because it's a, essentially it's a, like a brain implant. Um, so like like to certain extents, science should be limited on how we use science. You know, we we should be using science for good, not for bad. You know, so. But who determines what's good and what's bad? We had this conversation already. The majority. The majority. The majority should do it. I don't know. Right? I, I like to think that the majority of people are dumb. I think the majority of people are dumb, but also there's also the majority of people that have really good common sense. You'd be shocked. You'd yeah. You'd be shocked. Oh, so, God. Science should have limits. However, there are – there's really no limits to science because it needs to change as you know the years goes on. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Where did all matter come from? Does it even matter? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Man. I like to always. I, I like how in the Marvel universe, talking mm-hmm. about comic books, that like there was a universe before the Big Bang and all that stuff, yeah. before whatever they determine as creation, because that's going to be the, the issue you run into a lot of the times, like the religion versus the science aspect. Mm-hmm. And I know Ronnie and I differ in that opinion, so that's always a good conversation. Yeah. But where where do you think all matter came from? I feel like no one actually knows. That's fair. You know, because how how do we know where matter came from? When matter was, quote unquote, discovered, I guess you would say, no one was around when it was like first created, mm-hmm. right? So I, I don't think we know exactly where matter comes from. Kind of like what you said, it's the Big Bang, right? But then how did the Big Bang happen? Something had to have created the Big Bang. Probably Taco Bell. Maybe. Probably. Most likely. A little little Crunchwrap Supreme with a little bit of Baja Blast in it. Shake it up. Boom. I think matter would be a little bit more runny. (laughs) But anyway. So I think it's just the age-old question, essentially, of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Right? Well, you can't have an egg without a chicken, but you can't have a chicken without an egg as well. Uh... Right? (laughs) Logic. No. So come on. I, I think it all depends on what you kind of believe. I think you have I, – I honestly believe that anyone that kind of follows – maybe not everyone that follows religion, but a lot of your big, well-known religions all believe in God. Mm-hmm. Or right? some sort of higher power. Yeah. But like 
Catholic, Christianity, Judaism, they all believe in God. It's just a matter of do they believe in Jesus Christ. So I think that when you ask certain people, they'd say God created everything. God created the Big Bang, essentially, because how did these universes get created first? Hey, Michael, check this out. (laughs) Yeah, so I honestly could not answer you where the matter comes from. I don't think we'll ever get an answer. It's always going to be... It's one of those things about science that's very subjective. Mm -hmm. Like... We, growing up, we were always thought the Big Bang created everything. Well, what was before the Big Bang? We're not entirely sure. Yeah, exactly. Until they eventually perfect time travel in some sort of capacity, we'll never truly yeah. know anything that happens. You know, at the start of the universe, yeah. you know how it started, what and, was there before. And not to mention, even with time travel, well, if we can time travel back to the Big Bang, can we even survive that? Right. Right. I'm going to go five minutes before. (laughs) Just bring some sunglasses. You'll be fine. Yeah, right. right? The next question, can I trust my senses? I would say no. Senses can be deceived. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, like, your brain takes a lot of impact on what, how your senses determine what, Mm -hmm. like, what kind of information you're processing, right? Like, they always say that smell is the one that stays with you the longest. Yes. There are plenty of times where I smell something, I'm like, ooh, like, I I know that smell. Yeah. And then it's not. And I'm like, oh. So I, I think senses can be deceived, mm-hmm. you know, or like you're sitting at home, you're all alone. It's like 10 o'clock at night and you just watch like Supernatural or something. Not, nothing like too yeah. scary, but like, and you hear a noise. You're immediately going to be like, what the? Yeah. Whereas during the day you hear that same noise. You're like, huh. Hmm. Just the house settling. Exactly. Yeah. That was the phrase <laughs> that we always got. Oh, it's just the house, the house settling. Like, yeah. I love that phrase. I still use it when things break. No, it's just the house <laughs> settling. settling. Like, we don't have any hot water apparently today. Oh, so fine. it's just the house settling. It's just the house settling. Just the house settling. Yeah. But I think that tr- senses can be deceived. And I yeah. think that your brain also sometimes can associate certain mm-hmm. things with certain senses. So I don't always trust it. Yeah. I, I, I agree to a certain extent, right? Because I think. Generally speaking, yes, you can trust your senses. Like if you smell something good, right, and then you know it's something good. It might not be what you thought it was, like mm-hmm. you said, but you still go, all right, that smells good, right? Positive association. Exactly, right? You smell something bad. Well, most likely it's because it actually does smell bad, right? Fair. It doesn't really deceive you that way. But at the same time, it does deceive you. For instance, I'll relate to food because – what better to yeah, relate sure. to than food, right? I know there's been numerous times where I've smelt food and been like, wow, that smells amazing. And then you eat it and you're like, mm, yeah. yeah, it's it's okay, pea right? Su- pea soup for me. Yeah. I, I love the smell of pea soup, but I hate eating pea soup. Yeah. You know, so like that, like to me, like that's the thing. Like right now, my wife is pregnant. Oh, no. Right? So she can't, she hates the smell of eggs being cooked. But she loves eating eggs. Right. Right? So, like, it, when you smell something bad, you're like, when it comes to food, I'm not going to eat that. But then you eat it and it's good, right? So, like, in a way, like, it <sighs> deceives you. Off. I just went cross-eyed. <laughs> you know, so I think to a certain extent, you can instinctively, you trust your senses. But then when you kind of explore your sense of whatever it is, that's when you're kind of like, all right, maybe that wasn't the best idea. 
right. Is there an innate moral code? I like to think that – I think we talked about this when we did morals and ethics. Yeah. I think that everybody has some sort of moral code. Mm-hmm. It's just does it does it jive with the general consensus? Like yeah. Ted Bundy probably had a moral code somewhere, oh, yeah. but his moral code was probably not a good one. Yes. So I always think that moral morals are very subjective. Mm-hmm. It, they're what you're taught. I always say that morals are how you treat yourself and how you act for yourself, and then ethics are how you interact with everyone else. Yes. I've never said that before, but I sounded really convincing when I said I usually say that. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the way that I view I it. Usually I usually say that in my head. I know, right? <laughs> when I'm talking, that's my other sense, yeah, right? self-talk. 90% of the time, it works all the time. Yep. <laughs> it, they've done studies, you know. But I, I think that people have there are certain things that we do have an innate moral code like it's so weird like letting people in during traffic yeah like it's common courtesy yeah right they're saying bless you when people sneeze even like people who aren't religious still say bless you because there's nothing else to say yeah like shut up yeah i say shut up sometimes after the third sneeze yes after the third sneeze you gotta shut up it's it's acceptable yeah what about you do you think that people that because it just it just says is there an innate moral code it doesn't say single person versus yeah everyone i think yes to i would say yes there is an innate moral code but like you said people have different morals Mm -hmm. different ethics as well too so i i think yes there's an innate moral code however you know everyone has a different moral code you know but i think when it boils down to it as at the same time we all have very similar moral codes i think you know we all know you know, good, evil, you know, positive, negative, you know, things like that. So I think there's like the general, you know, kind of morals that we all have, but then, you know, everybody has more like specific morals. Right. So. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Does time exist objectively? Oh, time is relative. Yeah. I mean, mm. That's a tough one, to to be honest with you. I I think yes, time is relative because we, you know, so we had a service for my mother in law that passed away, and you know, in there they talked about in reality our time on Earth is only like ten minutes, yeah, right. Which I believe to be true. That's why you have a lot of people that say live life to the fullest, right? You're never expected tomorrow, right? You should be living. In the present, don't live in the past, right? Don't dwell in the past. Don't look too far into the future, right? Be present in the moment that you're in today, mm. you know, because again, we can't change the past. We can't change the future either. Watch me. I think you can change the future. You can't change the future? I don't think so. How, really? You, you how, can't? Because, ready? How do you know what's supposed to happen in the future? Intuition. But you can't change anything in the future if you don't know what's supposed to happen i still believe that time travel is real anyway so like (laughs) yeah i'm just i always say that are you trying to tell me you're time traveling i thoroughly believe (laughs) that there are time travels walking like just observing us right now like this is a weird time in human history if they ever perfect time travel they're gonna be like yo you gotta see this covid thing yeah right oh thousand percent where's the Um, monkey pox haven't seen it yeah right just tourists (laughs) coming back to see diseases but i i don't know i like for me i find that time it's I do think that it does object. It, it does exist objectively because, like, we we created a measurement system for mm-hmm. it. We, you know, 
think no matter what, you can't stop it. Things mm-hmm. are going. It's just a natural rate of decay at this point. It just might be different for everything else. Yeah. Like for me, my objective timeline might be eighty years. And that's it. Yeah. For somebody else, it could be 12. Like, and, oh, yeah. that's morbid and depressing. I'm so sorry. But I, also I, true. I picked a panic number. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think that time is very – it's objective. It's also relative. I don't ever find it to be subjective. Yeah. Well, it, it can be. Like, there are things that might not entertain you and make time go really slow while another person's like, yeah. Well, yeah, right? Time flies when you're having fun. Watch that paint dry. Yeah, right? Love it. <laughs> but – all right, this one. This one, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Who created God? No one. Hmm. God created God. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Hope he washes right? his hands afterwards. Um, Not trying to be blasphemous. Relax. Yeah, right. <laughs> Relax. I know. I mean, super God. Yeah, right. Like technically, I guess you, God can't really be created, mm. right? Because religion, certain. Obviously, certain religions say that Jesus Christ was God in human form, mm. right? So, can you really create something that isn't that doesn't physically exist? I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I want. I like to think that there might be like some sort of super god, and when I die <laughs> again, I, I. So, Roddy and I have very different opinions about mm-hmm. religion, especially organized religion, and that's fine. Like you know, I, we mm-hmm. always say, do, do do you? What makes yeah. you happy? And I, I really hope that when when I pass and when I go on to whatever next level of existence, if there is one, I hope there is. I get there, and it's just a combination of all the things that I've always wanted. Yeah. Like, oh, it's God and Super God. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. And then, like, Ronnie's in the heaven next door, like, with his, and he's like, oh, Paul sucks. He was not right. Yeah. Like, that. that's <laughs> that's my goal. That's sort of, it's like the scene in Family Guy when Edison with the electricity. Yes. And he's like, oh, why don't you come over here? And, you know, oh, you're coming over. Like, that's going to be us in heaven. Our two fighting heavens. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, who created God is just a tough one to answer um, i think god and this isn't saying that god is not real god was designed to to be this all-powerful force that mm-hmm. that created everything it's, yeah so in most depictions of the bible to you know state him as such you know in the beginning it was just this yes. and it was him so i think god the concept of god is not supposed to have something that Overse- supersedes him. Yeah, there are plenty of religions where the gods are children of other gods. Like yes. you know, you have your your Greek mythology, your Norse mythology, where you got your Zeus's and your you know Odin's and all that stuff. Yeah. They all have parents, like gods that are parents. Usually, they kill the kids and yeah. kill the parents, and it's very violent. Yes, yeah, religion is a very violent thing. There's, oh yeah, every religion has some sort of violence in it yeah. somewhere. But I don't know. That, that's an interesting question. I like that one. Yeah, is there a soul? I say yes. I like to think that. Yeah, there's something inside all of us that makes us unique and different and special, and it's something that we can't quantify. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think our soul is super bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our our soul kind of makes us who we are, mm-hmm. right? You you hear a lot like, oh, that person has a good heart or whatever, and obviously there, I mean, there is such thing as having a good heart and a bad heart scientifically, right? But I think it's our soul when people say oh that person has a good heart i think it's really just they're talking about that person it's soul right so i think there is a soul in every single person that kind of it's like the inner voice that we have Mm. in our head is really the soul whether you're you have a good soul bad soul you know it's kind of your inner voice which inner voice 
takes over and is stronger than the other one? Is it the good or is it the evil one? Okay. All right. Are perceptions real? No, that's it's perceptions are perception is how you perceive something. Yeah. It's not necessary. Like it's like me. I, I perceive I could perceive this thing right here differently than you do, but for us, it's our reality is right. what we perceive. And whenever I think of perceptions, I always think of how people view other people, especially. Yeah. And unfortunately, we live in a world where people are not necessarily nice to other people. Yeah. And we deal, you know, especially in America, we're dealing with racism, we're dealing with mm-hmm. all these things. And just like, I always say that my perception is that, you know, nobody's better than me. Nobody's worse than me. We're all just kind of here and we're yeah. all just doing our best. So I, I think perceptions most of the time are not real. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. You know, because... Again, like you said, everyone perceives things differently. Mm-hmm. So if you have two people and they see the same thing, but they perceive it in a different way, technically that's – this is my reality of how I see this thing or this person. And then this person's like, well, I see it this way, and so that's my reality. And then there's the actual fact of whatever this exactly. thing is or the, whoever this right? person there's is. There's three sides to a coin. Oh, What? I've never. You, I don't like that phrase. You don't like that phrase? No, because there's two sides to a coin. That's the point. Well, you have heads, tails, and then you have a side. You're a side, right? Or there's three sides to every story. Is that better? I'll take that one. Right? Hit, quote, his, hers, and the truth. Yeah, right? I like that. That one's much better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for for fixing your analogy. You're God is fair the same for everyone, and who determines whether or not something is fair? No, fair is not the same to everyone. I, I think the best analogy, like during the holiday season, I saw this. I, I still celebrate Christmas, even though I don't like do an organized religion or anything like that. I was raised Lutheran for mm-hmm. those of you guys who care, which is basically like Catholic light. Yeah. It's all the things that they didn't like about the Catholic church. So there was this great thing. It was like when giving your kids gifts, don't put from Santa Claus on all the expensive gifts mm-hmm. because then you have a kid who, a family who maybe isn't, doing as well or having trouble and then they're saying well why does santa claus like that kid like kid that stuff's rough like i I feel bad fair is not the same for everyone Mm -hmm. like we we live in new york we live in america and our level of like our life style or our level our quality of life might be different than somebody else's in another country or another place and for them it's still like they're like wow i'm doing really well but then we look at it we're like oh they're not doing too well Fair is very different. Fair is very subjective, and fair has a lot of factors. I think there are some things that should be always considered fair. Like, if you're in school and, like, you know, they're giving out, like, cake or something like that for, like, a birthday, everybody should get a piece. Like, yeah. that's that's fair. Stuff like yes. that is fair. And they should all be pretty similar. Like, certain things that go out to everyone should be fair. Yeah. Things that you have to work for, things that you put in effort for. Like, my dad. My dad is the hardest working person that I know. Yeah. He has worked, like, since he was, like, six. He's well into his, his later later life and he's they're basically forcing him to retire because he doesn't want to yeah so he earned everything that he got yeah i think that that's you know like there are times where people are gonna be like look, are gonna look at my dad and be like well it's not fair that he has this but like they don't realize that he worked yeah. his ass off for his entire oh, yeah. life no i i agree with that last statement you you were saying getting at i think that when it comes to certain things yes everything certain things need to be fair to to everyone Mm -hmm. right but at the same time if it's something that you need to earn and work for then yes it's fair that i got this and you did not i put in the work to 
better myself. That's why I'm in this position. You just sat around and did absolutely nothing and just complained and complained. That's why you're in the situation you're in. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is fair that I'm in this status and you're in this status, right? Because everyone can change and, you know, become, quote, unquote, onto that fair level of what whatever it may be, whether it's success, achievements, right? I hate the stupid participation trophy awards where, oh, just because you played the game, you get a trophy. I think that that's nice, like, when they're really little. Yeah. Like, you know, like little, little kids, that's fine. Yeah. But then... You, but at you the same to- time, it's like, well, I got first place. This person got 38th. Why are we getting the same trophy? Right. No. If you want to give everyone a trophy, I still say no, but... Like when they're maybe like little, little, I listen, get like, them a one yeah. inch trophy and get first place a five inch trophy then. I think when, when I was little, I, I tried sports, sports and I think like T-ball, T-ball, they didn't even keep score. Well, yeah. Like, cause we were five. Cause that, that was more just educational. Yes. And then I did, we did soccer. My sister and I played soccer for a little while mm-hmm. and I did baseball and it wasn't until like. I, I want to say almost middle school. like So I was like 9 or 10 maybe. So right mm-hmm. before then, that's when they were like, no, you didn't win. Yeah. You don't get a trophy for not winning. Yeah. like, And I think that, that it teaches value. And I, oh, it yeah. teaches, you know, it teaches working hard. It teaches, yes. you know, not – the world is not going to hand you things. Yeah. And I think it's it's weird that we've kind of got lost in that because we're so concerned like how people feel. Yeah. We're, we're training an entire generation of people, and this is around the mediocre. world. Not even to be mediocre, to, <laughs> to expect that the world is going to be nice and the world hasn't changed. Yeah. Like as 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 great strides as we've made in certain respects, like you know treating you know people differently or you know in better ways, I think we've done really well in a lot of regards. But at the same time, the world hasn't changed. The world is yeah. still cutthroat. It's still dog eat dog. It's still yes. very aggressive, and it's very like if you don't work hard, there's a fair chance you're not going to survive. Yeah. You're not going to succeed. Yeah. So I think that there is a certain amount. Going back to the participation trophy thing, that. We don't need them. I, no. I think it gets to a point where you have to start learning. Hey, here's a perfect example. So last night we went out to dinner for my stepdad's birthday. Yeah. My nephew, who's four, his birthday was like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So they went to sing happy birthday to my to my stepdad and he got upset because they weren't singing to him. Yeah. Because he's four. And he got so he got upset, but his parents were like, No, we're not singing to him. Yeah. He's got to learn. But unfortunately, grandma got into the, the <laughs> ear of the waitress and they brought it back out with another cake. But my, my sister walked in and she's like, why are they singing to him? Yeah. So they, they were actually a little, which was entertaining. But yeah. like, that's a perfect example. Like they, they, at four, they were like, no, he has to learn. It's, it's yes. not all about him. Yeah. That, with certain things, yes, you have to do that. You know, to get semi-political. Oh. Right. Right. Se- semi, semi-political. You know, I, I think... A lot of of the issues that we have in the world today, not just in our country, but in the world, is the fact that we are okay with mediocre, Mm -hmm. right? No one, you know, I can sit on the bench and play, like, like if I'm playing a sport, my team can finish last. And all I did was sit on the bench the whole year. Obviously, I'm talking about younger when you get participation trophies mm-hmm. and I could do absolutely nothing all season. My team could finish 38th and yet I'm getting a trophy for doing absolutely nothing. 
right? So we're teaching kids that it's okay to sit around and do nothing because you're still going to get recognition just like everyone else will, right? And I think that that's, in my opinion, that's not fair to the person that works for it, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times, you know, in media, everything is not fair for the person that didn't work for it, right? It's always, oh, it's unfair that this person it has this status or this success or whatever it is. But it's also, well, that's because this person tried to better themselves. They worked, they earned to get to where they are, while this person is just sitting at home earning a paycheck, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, no, that's that to me is not there. I think that the the work ethic around the world has has started to take a dip. Yeah, and uh, you you could there are trillions of reasons why. Some people blame you know smartphones. Some people blame COVID. Some mm. people like there there's way too many factors for us to point at one single thing and be like it's because of that. Yeah. So that's why it's an uphill battle and it's a losing one. Like yeah. people are able to you have people that are able to make millions of dollars from home yeah. doing doing nothing. Yeah. You have like your your influencers and your yes. you know your OnlyFans type people like who are making all this money to do literally nothing. Yeah. And then you got like your blue collar who, you know, put on put on their gloves every day and get their hands dirty type thing. Yeah. You know. It's it's so strange because I, I like to think that fair is there there's different levels of fair, because that was the original question. Like yeah. is is <laughs> is fair rel- like I think fair is relative. Yes. But there are certain things that People should be treated fairly. Yeah, I have every i I will always say that people are are created exceptionally equal. Yeah, and it's your actions that determine whether or not I'm going to treat you a different way. Yes, like I'm never going to treat somebody differently for the way that they dress, the way they identify, the way who they love, no. what they do. But it's their it's going to be their actions. Like if you walk up to me and punch me in the face, I'm not going <laughs> to like you. Yeah, because that's an action. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to be like that. You know, person who, you know, that specific whatever stereotype you want to throw in there, punch me in the face. He's going to be like, why did I get punched in the face? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't like you. You're yep. a terrible person. So for me, I think fair, again, two different levels. There's fair in, you know, how everyone is treated. And then there's fair in, well, hey, this is how our society works. You need to do some work. Yeah. So I think that that's a, a good one to end on. I got a little... Little, little fair, yeah. You know? But uh, we're gonna actually end it there because we we wanted to do a little shorter episode this week, just because we're actually going out right now. If one of our friends is leaving, yeah. moving out of the state, so we we wanted to make sure we get to see him before he goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you guys are looking to participate a little bit in this, and if you guys have thoughts, please send them to us misfitfaction at gmail.com. You can also go to our website themisfitfaction.com. You can also find us on all social medias. Type in Misfit Faction or MF Uncensored. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all those things. So, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts. You know, we might just start making these fan feedback Friday questions. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, this was fun. Great job, Ronnie. Thank you. You did a great job as well. I think I talk too fast sometimes. No, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all? Not, not even at a little all. bit? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Well, that's going to wrap us up. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya.